0: How is your English your second language and using words like crescendo? crescendo. That, yes. is Im- that is impressive.
1: <laughs> the moment of truth has arrived. This is your Grey Cup preview edition of The Waggle. Sanchez and Sabalski here in the nation's capital Ready to roll for the 105th edition of the Grey Cup between the Toronto Argonauts and the Calgary Stampeders. Not the 105th time that these two teams have gone head to head in a Grey Cup,
0: but the 105th edition of the Grey Cup. Yeah, thanks, thanks for the breakdown. Thank you. Sea baller, yeah, we're nothing we're, but hot content here. I think we just we just talked to Rob Maver, kicker for the Stamps, as he rolled by. We're actually live at practice right now, chopping it up as the Stamps practice. But uh, Maver just ran by and. So how you doing, Rob? And he said, "Man, I'm just sick of this. I just want to play football." And I think we're kind of feeling the same way. See, a lot of talk about this game, obviously, and the players. Without any (laughs) any probing, his first thing out of his mouth was, "Let's just play football."
1: I I felt the same way talking to a few members of the Argos today, where I think the guys were kind of saying, "You know, the distractions feel they're they're almost a little annoying. Like these this media stuff and getting pulled in different directions and." I think the guys are just kind of ready to go. I think uh, some of them kind of taking a moment to savor the last practice of the year, right? So the Friday is kind of your last full practice, right, before, you know, hat day the day before the game is just kind of a walkthrough. But this is kind of, what's it like, that that last practice of the year, I mean, from a player standpoint?
0: You know, what Rob said is, is true to a point in regards to wanting to play, but it's not because he's not enjoying everything that's going on. But there is, there's so much build-up for the game, and at, at this point too, it's, you know, any there's a high tension as well. You don't want to get, you know, you want to make sure you're going through walkthroughs, you're going through cards, you're running, you know, Calgary right now will be running. They have bibs on, they mocking Toronto running, Toronto's plays, and it's just and there's such high tension that if there's any mistakes, guys line up in the wrong place, right away your mind goes to oh, no, uh, are we prepared? Do we know what we're doing? Does this guy know what he's doing? So you, you don't want to have any of those uh, mental errors at this point in time. You want to make sure everyone – it's almost over-talk uh, Does it feel like uh, a long times.
1: week? Does it feel like a long week, or does it—or fe- does the week go by fast when you're a great cup?
0: Uh, I don't know. That's a, that's a good question. That's a good question. Because well, there's a lot I, I, going on, and there's, I think and it and there's goes by people fast. covering. I, don't, I think it goes by fast. Yeah? I don't think it's long. I think it goes by fast. You're, you're, you're moving, like you said. You're nonstop moving, and that's what Bo – you know but I had a one-on-one with Bo yesterday and, and Bo said that he said he actually said I'm done with these interviews he said I'll I'll do I'll do this with you and and uh, it was cool he was but after this after today I'm done with this stuff I just want to I'm sick of the interviews I'm sick yeah. of answering the same questions I just want to I just want to play and I think you know it's not because they don't enjoy it but the buildup man the stress that you have and the, and the you know the tension buildup is it's, it's deep uh, so here we go and and so First, thing, first things first, seven-point favorites.
1: The Calgary Stampeders are set as uh, from the odds makers right at the get-go.
0: Does that does that line feel right for you, grief Uh, We got a guest here. This is beautiful. We okay. got a guest right here, Jeff right. Kreever from CFL.ca. Uh, one of the one of the good young writers in the business has just walked up, and he's uh, he's got some insights, and uh, so we definitely want to grab. Jeff Crever, while we have him, CFL.ca's
1: Jeff is a fountain of information. He
0: is. So you know what, Jeff, we'll start with,
1: we'll start with you on this here. But I was just kind of teeing up Davis on this. Seven point favorites for the for the Stamps going into this. Does that does that line feel right going into this one? The way you know, kind of watching these two teams unfold here.
2: Uh, yeah, I mean it's. Uh, going in that felt right and I know Davis I think I think you would have agreed with me earlier in the Holy, week. There's a crazy. story there, there's a good story there. It's a there. great story. That. You, you tell go you that. tell it, you tell I'll it Kreev. Well we, we were both asked at separate times what the line would be, the opening line and we both And to pre- And to preface it. this one, it's James, we didn't talk, James, yeah, just, we brought this up out of, James
0: just brought this up out of nowhere. Yeah. We didn't even know that this topic would come up and me and Creve were together after the last game when the opening line came out and what happened Creve?
2: We both said we both said minus seven without talking at all beforehand. Um, and what uh, was the line? Seven, boom, boom! Right minus on seven. line. Nice, and it, nice. it does feel right. Um, on paper, though, these teams are a lot closer than than people are talking about. And you know, we have our CFL simulation, which favors the Argos by seven. Um, a lot of people are not That's so CFL on that. That's CFL is simulation is But it's been hey, it's been right so far. The Riders didn't like it much, but yeah, but it was right. <laughs> um, but our writer picks are also are also coming out, and uh, it seems like a pretty close split. A lot of people are seeing this game, uh, which was a little surprising to me. But a lot of people are seeing it as a 50-50 game. And I think that's how you see it,
0: Creve. Uh, is that is that uh, is that accurate? Who who do you got? Give us your pick before we uh, before we let you
2: give us who you like. Ooh, um, I, I I would I would take a slightly towards the stamps, but I I do. I, I would feel comfortable saying this game comes to within three points. It's going to be really close. Um, I just think, Calgary, that they're a really complete team, uh, and they're getting back to that high level of play that we've seen when they've been at their most dominant. They do everything really well. Uh, they don't have any major injuries right now, uh, and they're, they're starting to peak at the right time again. So, so you're going with the Stamps. Go on with the Stamps, but I, I, it could go either way, and I, like I said, these teams on paper, I do think they're really close, and I think a lot of people aren't giving the Argos credit uh, for what they've done the second half of the season, because uh, you look at the way the numbers have balanced out between the first half of the season and the second half. The second half of the year, they've run the ball really well, they've stopped the pass a lot better. Ever since they got Mitchell White, there was about a 10-yard per game drop-off there. He's uh, one of the best. He's very good. Underrated. The emergence of Terrence Plummer there at linebackers allowed them to move Marcus Ball over, and now they've got they like their linebackers there right now. And really, for the first time in a while, they've got their four healthy defensive linemen there, three of which were all stars. So they're a good group. Jeff
0: Kriever so from CFL.ca. Check his content on there. He's got a lot of insight in this league. One of the one of the guys who knows this league inside out. So uh, a true
1: fountain of misinformation.
0: Yeah. Uh oh! Wait a minute,
1: James. Introduction. Yeah, we're bringing got? all sorts of rock stars and guests. Come on in, a guy that I go back. Uh, what we I've known this guy close to 20 years now, and you can just check out the gray hair on my head that he's given me over the years from spending time with him. But uh, one of the most familiar faces, I think, on television in Canada, Cabrel Richards, you probably know him better as Cabby on the Street. How are you, buddy? I'm excellent. Your introduction was ridiculous. <laughs> you pump your tires somehow. I was hoping to get five bucks out of you. That's
3: you're not. That wasn't even worth a dollar. That was that was terrible. Just lies. Just all you do is you're deceitful to your audience. Chaz is the honesty, and you are yes, absolutely. I love the it. And that is
0: honest as well. You're coming in. With that's honesty. the yin
3: and the yang of this relationship.
0: <laughs> hey, what are you doing licking stuff like, off people's hands right? yesterday? What are you doing at media day? This <laughs> man, you weren't here yesterday. I just walked in and saw cabbie licking on somebody's arm or hand. What are you doing? Just, what
3: are you doing? Show. I just want to get close to greatness, and it was Bo Levi Mitchell's <laughs> right hand. I was, uh, at the time, the, the most outstanding player in the, in the CFL, and then a few hours later, then Mike Riley was awarded the trophy. But in the bit, I was, you know, I had this two glasses of water, and I asked Jerome Messam and Bo Levi Mitchell, are you guys half full or half empty guys?
0: Mm-hmm.
3: Bo Levi said he's a half full guy, so I, fill, I filled his glass of water and then I overfilled it. The cup overfloweth, if you will. <laughs> and then as the cup was overflowing, uh, then I just had to I just look. I just I yeah, I was I was sucking on his hands <laughs>
1: That's not creepy, right? Yeah, no no, no. Like, I,
3: I I can i for sure can be arrested for that
0: hey, hey, Like if it I, wasn't
3: in. if it wasn't in a context of like a bit And if certainly if that if Bo Levi was a woman then for sure I'd, I'd be in jail right now
1: Do you <laughs> not find like covering the CFL do you not find the accessibility with the players is There's a personality unlike almost any other personalities in sports
3: I've said this on my segment before, but dealing with the players, the athletes in the CFL is the best. They're the best dudes. They have huge personalities. I mean, obviously, you're working with Chet or, Chet, or I don't know if you go by Chet. What's his name? No, I was gonna say I was saying I was gonna say Sanchez, but everybody knows him as Chez. But <laughs> either way, Chez was a huge personality in the league for like a decade, and there are many that follow in his footsteps. And I, like today, I, I'm gonna be bugging. Uh, Alex Singleton, Micah Johnson, and Charleston Hughes uh, on on the Calgary side,
0: and I was bugging. I got something for you too with that. Well, I yes. was bugging. I,
3: I just met uh, uh, Victor Butler today. He was cool. Sean Lemon, I interviewed for the first time, and uh, James Wilder Jr., S.J. Green. So we did this. You'll see it. All right. Sorry, I know this is an audio form, but people might see it later on TSN's like the Instagram account. The stupidity that I will engage these guys with. Cause it's it's really it's really dumb, but it's fun for me. But and and they're and they're willing to play. They are yeah, which is awesome. I I do I do commend the guys for spending five or ten minutes uh, to be uh, or placating them placating a, an absolute donkey. Uh, for one of these silly <laughs> segments. Hey. Don't be,
1: don't be oh, so humble, man. Come it's on, you have fun, it's but you also how put many? guys over as well. You do a great job of that. Uh, you disarm. Sure. You're disarming. You're charming. Yeah. Cabby, how
0: many is this? Uh, how many Grey Cups? I know, you know. Back in the day, I can remember. Ten years ago, we were together at Grey Cups. But how many? Uh, how many I, have I you think, been to? You think? When do you start? oh8 uh, was the first what one I
3: went it? to. Was Calgary.
0: Was, I it was Calgary? Calgary versus Montreal, Montreal. Montreal. Yeah. in
3: Montreal. That was yeah. the first. So this is like number ten. I guess 8, nine, ten, 11, yeah. And ten.
0: An interesting, uh, I'm, I'm always interested in this, and maybe the listeners, I'm sure, are interested as well. Do you create your own content? Do you have, you know, a, a something that you're supposed to do, a schedule of what you're doing out here? Oh. Or you write it yourself and bring your own ideas to the to the field, per yeah, se? Yeah, yeah,
3: thank you. Um, yeah, we just, th- there is no real schedule. Just like, well, this particular year, it's just put some content out at night. Uh, we're calling it, like, late-night cabbie. Um, but um, generally, it's just... I'm, I'm left to my own devices, so just come to how the city. How do you find these guys? Like, how do you
0: how do you know? Here's the thing: you you said Alex Singleton, you said Victor Butler, mm-hmm. you said Micah Johnson. How do you know that you want these guys to talk to? Oh, um, are you scroll you troll their Instagram, yeah. or are you what are you doing <laughs> to find these personalities? I, you know what? A lot of guys just have
3: personalities, and even if they're more subdued than others, yeah. it still works fine. Because sometimes you, you just need a balance. Um, but how do I fi- like? Alex, I think I just liked his hair. Like, I interviewed him last year for the first time, and actually him and Micah, just we had them play Jenga randomly. Right. And uh, this year with Victor Butler, um, I don't know exactly.
0: He's good. He's good. He's, he's yeah, good, yeah. He's good.
3: We said eight sacks in the last four games, and he's t- technically a rookie. So he said he should have been in consideration with James Wilder Jr. for the. Rookie no, I mean he's year. a
0: personality that's good. Now, he's a funny dude. Oh yeah, he's good he, to have. He, he, yeah, he was cool. <laughs> yeah. He brought in some gravity to it. And he, he can as, get to the quarterback as things got off the
3: rails a little. bit. Yeah,
1: that yeah, was
3: fun. It was
1: cool. What, what do you like best about Greg Cup week?
3: Um, I, I, me personally, I like the interactions. I like the the interviewing stuff. I don't I haven't had as many. Uh, I haven't been to as many after parties recently. Uh, although I did have a lot of fun in Vancouver one year. Um, but. Uh, Generally, it's it's actually just doing the work and, and being able to uh, amplify the personalities of some of these guys.
1: You got a pick for this weekend, uh, Calgary, Toronto. I do not. You don't.
3: I do You're not. You're going Switzerland. Yeah, I just I just never correctly predicted the outcome <laughs> of a game in my life. I'm 0 in 2,000. I may have got like I think maybe one year I you know the the Cowboys versus the Bills like one mm. of those two. Yeah, I got that one right. <laughs> but generally. Like last year, I would have went with Calgary, and they yeah. got upset in overtime. You know, uh, actually, maybe the two, the two Montreal, the back-to-back Montreal years, I probably, I may have predicted that one. But you know, I'm not going to give myself credit. Hey, to be I'm fair. freaking terrible. <laughs> I just know that Calgary's the favorite, and with good reason. I mean, these cats have lost like 35 games this decade in the regular season. Like, it's just a, a monster over there. So, that's where I might lean. But I'm not going to say officially on the record.
1: Thanks for hanging out with us, man.
3: Thank you for having me. I love seeing you, uh, Lord Peter Baelish. Good luck in <laughs> season eight of Game of Thrones. I don't think the future is very bright for your character. Nobody's
1: ever really dead on that show, are they?
3: No, only one guy was resurrected, okay? And that was the main guy because the audiences loved him. Yeah. But Lord Peter Baelish, uh, Littlefinger, he's going to peril. He, he's gonna He's going to die a very painful death, probably in the mouth of a dragon.
1: Good luck, Deep. James Saboski. Thanks for that. Thank you. Our guy. <laughs> Cabby on the street, being Thank oh you, so sweet. Thanks, Cab. Much appreciated. Hanging out for another Great Cup week. Uh, he's been a fixture uh, for the last decade or so at Grey Cups uh, and here in Ottawa for the nation's capital for this one. The, uh, the, the hit parade doesn't stop here, Chesie, one of your former teammates here. Nothing but hits. Uh, we got our guy,
0: former teammate, Multiple Great Cups. Three Great Cups? Three Great Cups, yes. Three time Great Cup champion. Hey, you know what? Sabalski introduces me every time as three time Great Cup champion. Now I get to introduce somebody as three time Great Cup champion. <laughs> What's up, guys? Etienne Boulay, former Alouette. We don't care about the rest. How you doing? Welcome, brother. Hey, thanks for having me on. So it's, it's our guy. So you're here working with who? What are you doing in town, Yeah, I'm, brother? I'm
4: uh, first time getting involved with, with the league since I retired in 2013. Uh, asked uh, Olivier Poulain to get involved with the French side of uh, social media. I know you guys are really involved. You guys uh, have a lot, of, uh, a lot of stuff going on, and, and we're trying to... Kind of uh, copy you guys or imitate you guys on, so, on, CFL, on the French side. CFL no pressure. No pressure. L- actually, it's LCF. Uh, CA, the website, uh, and we're pretty busy on Facebook this week and on Twitter as well. Beauty, beauty. So, so tough uh, game. Yeah. yeah well,
1: so how do you see this thing matching up with uh, with Toronto and Calgary?
4: You know, I love this matchup. First of all, the the, the last breakup uh, I played in was actually my last game was Toronto against uh, Calgary back when I played with the Argos, um, and and just watching practice today from from Calgary. Uh, they look pretty loose. They look really relaxed and 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 focused and crisp. And uh, had a chance to chat with with Dave Dickinson quickly. Uh, these guys look look like they're ready to go. So uh, I'm excited to see uh, how this turns out.
0: What do you take f- from that? If you see a team, I you mean, you've been on championship teams. You've been on losing teams.
4: Yeah, is is loose. Better, worst. What's the? What do you take from that, or do you take anything from it? I think it's good. I think it's it's good. Not too loose is is not good, obviously. But 48 hours away, you know what it's like. It, it needs to be like a crescendo with with your emotions, right? It's a build up. It needs to progressively, uh, you know, you get quieter and quieter and, and more focused. And I think that these guys are the right where they want to be. I haven't had the chance to watch Toronto practice yet. Uh, But I think I think uh, Calgary uh, looks like they're in pretty good shape so far.
0: How is your English your second language and using words like crescendo? Crescendo. That is is impressive. (laughs) Just
1: heads up, English is this man's second language. How old were you
4: when you learned English? Oh, I was seventeen. I was so bad. I knew three words: yes, no, and toaster. (laughs) (laughs) Seventeen when you started speaking
1: English? Yeah,
4: I moved. uh, I moved away from Montreal to to Connecticut. So I learned English uh, with the scholarship kids over there in the states. But but, Chaz, you know what? I I appreciate you noticing the effort. That's impressive. That's
1: impressive. Davis, in his days in Montreal, was known to be an honorary French guy. Was he? Not? Yes, yes, and he doesn't. And he doesn't speak French. But how know, was he accepted by the French guys?
4: You no, know, it, it came one day. We were all at the restaurant, three Frenchies and Davis, and some guy came to talk to us and. Davis played the part like saying just words like, mm-hmm, we oui, we oui, aha, like 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 he was carrying on the conversation with this guy and he was so good at it that he fooled everybody. And then from there on out, we said, you know what, buddy? You're French to us from now on. That was in
0: Saint-Jean-sur-Richelieu. And the yeah, man we'll came so- up to our
4: table, he no- recognized us. He came to our
0: table and it's me and three French guys. And he must have talked to us for 15 minutes. Full conversation, eye contact. And I just looked and every Never time
4: figured out one just, second- just that just
0: nodded, mm-hmm. Yeah, wait, wait. Yeah,
4: Mm-mm. I just nodded my head. And you he were laughing at the right time. Oh, no awkward moments. It was perfect. It was timed up perfectly. But no, if I I, I want to say something about Ches though. When I came into the league in 2006, this guy was already uh, uh, accomplished. Yeah, he was already old. He's even older now. But, but he was a, a very accomplished and, and a great leader and took me under his wing. And, I, and still to this day, I think we have a, a special bond because of this. And, and, and we've been through battles together. And, and it's awesome to see you guys. The popularity of your podcast is amazing. And you guys are doing a great job. Yeah, uh, I
1: appreciate this, man. Thanks for the love. Guys got a hundred
4: thousand. Guys got a hundred thousand Instagram followers.
0: So you telling me that my podcast is popular? Where do we find you, <laughs> Mister Hundred
4: Thousand, on social media? It's Etienne Boulay, twenty-two, and uh, and follow us this week on LCF, uh, both on uh, Facebook and Twitter.
0: Thanks for um, joining my us, my man.
4: <laughs> oh man, I'm gonna go. You know, my heart goes with uh, Toronto. But after watching practice with Calgary, I'm 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 torn. I'm gonna go with Calgary, I think, on You're this going one. Awesome. Yeah.
0: Thanks e- for doing this. Etienne thanks. Popcorn Boulet in
4: the building. <laughs> <laughs> hey, thanks, guys. All right, Etienne Boulet.
0: Awesome. and
1: uh, so so
4: far the
1: uh, the picks are leaning towards the Calgary Stampeders here, and right and rightly so. Hey, look, for the second straight year, they were the best team in football and in the Canadian Football League all season. Let's uh, let's dive in from our perspective here. Yeah. I don't know if I trust Calgary, and I, and I say this based on this feels eerily similar to last year on so many levels that the Stamps are the team to beat, they're the heavy favorites that they're expected to win, but I find the more I look into the numbers on this, I feel like Toronto is right there. I love the way that they're playing these days. They've won six of their last eight, eight games. I'm going to take the Argos to pull off another shock and awe upset in the wow. Grey Cup. This. This Argos team, mark my words, this will not be a seven-point game. Grey Cups, historically, are always tight, right? you played in enough of them to know that conventional wisdom always gets thrown out the window. But I just, I there's something about, and it's just, a, I call it a gut feeling more than anything, but I just like the way the Argos are playing right now. The, the Stamps gave up a league-low 30 sacks this year. 30 sacks all season long. Eight of those came in those two outings against the Toronto Argonauts. I think the Argos can make life uncomfortable for Bo Levi-Mitchell, and I just don't know if I want to bet against Mark Tressman, Ricky Ray, and that team the way that they're playing right now and James Wilder Jr., who is, I think, at this point in time, the best back in the CFL right now.
0: What you can take from the Toronto side of it is you can guarantee that they're going to be a Simon Sound uh, they're going to be, they're technicians. I talked to them today about some of their guys on defense, and, I, and they spoke to the fact of they're going to be technically sound, they're going to be gap sound, alignment sound. And the fact that they're so, Corey Chamberlain is, is, a, is a technician everything he does. So the one thing that, you know, I expect from the Argos is a team that's not going to beat themselves. And I think that's, that's the, the, their best way. They're not as talented. Point blank flat out no ifs ands nuts or butts they're not as talented as this Stampede team they're gonna have to win by calgary making mistakes if calgary doesn't make his mistakes they'll win the game and bo levi mitchell said it and i know we you know yes it happened last year yes you know they came in they're overconfident whatever you want to say yes we hear this the whole narrative of oh it's not going to happen this year they're uh, you know that they're, they're they're focused. They're not going to, you know, slip this year. But Bo told me something yesterday, and, and he basically said, "I'm going to do whatever it takes, if it comes to that, to carry this team on my back." And there's, we're not going to let this slip away. And he said it with conviction. Um, they all they all say it with conviction, and you hear the words, see ball. But when you can see it in their eyes, the conviction and the way they're going about this week, I, there's no way. There's no way I could bet against this team Sunday. The Calgary Stampeders will win the Great Cup Sunday.
1: It's, an, it's a demon exercise after what happened last year. And here's the funny thing. After everything that went down at Calgary, let it get away last year, they lost in overtime. They lost in overtime, as I, as I say that, right? They lost in overtime. But Bo Levi Mitchell has an opportunity. Here's a crazy stat for you. Think in the history, and especially the last 25, 30 years in the history of the Calgary Stampeders, Bo Levi Mitchell, if he wins this weekend, will become the first Stampeders quarterback ever to win two Great Cups. Think about that. In the long history of Calgary Stampeders football... You want to name them? Name the Greats. How about about Smiling Hank, Henry Burris? How about Jeff Garcia? How about Dave Dickinson? How about Dave Dickinson, who is currently the head coach? And how about the guy that a lot of people look at as the goat of the CFL, Doug Flutie? None of them have won more than one great cup with the Calgary Stampeders.
0: Common denominator with all those quarterbacks who all played in the CFL, all for the Stamps and were all great quarterbacks. Common denominator, another another one other than only one great cup, mm. all played in the National Football League.
1: Yeah. So that,
0: one of the reasons Might why they had only had one, yeah. because they all had an opportunity to go down south, but a factory... Or they lot. all just went
1: to Toronto, like like Doug Flutie, yeah, that's right? that's right. That's right.
0: Yeah, a, fa- a quarterback factory. It has been, and a big reason for for all of their success.
1: I, I, you know, watching both teams' final practices, I think both teams seem to have the right mindset. Toronto had this calm, fun, playful demeanor, but there was a focus to them. Watching them, Calgary, the same thing, very businesslike, very businesslike on Friday to see them as well. You like the Stamps, I like the Argos. I guess dinner's uh dinner's Sunday night or, or breakfast Monday morning <laughs> by the time we get out of that stadium Sunday night we'll be on whoever
0: whoever loses. It's going to be a good football good football game good and I and I got a lot of love for, for both. It was great spending this week. It's been great spending this week with these teams, uh, both the Argos and the Stamps of uh, great staffs, good dudes on the team. It's been good to get to know some of these guys that I didn't know previously and I I don't I don't got the Stamps, but I think the Stamps are going to win cuz I uh, I just yeah. want to see a good game, and, uh, and, and that's
1: where I'm at. I, I, I want to say this just in closing. and We've talked about it a few times in the last few weeks, but I just want to reiterate one last time. It's remarkable to see where the Argos have come this year because this organization takes a lot of kicks and a lot of knocks year after year after year about you know the lack of a fan base, the lack of support. you know, Oh, Toronto's apathetic towards the Argos. This team was in total flux nine months ago no coach no gm volatility at the quarterback position and to see what they've been able to do to be here in this game nobody 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 could have ever predicted this
0: scenario right here let alone ricky ray being here at this time when you build something on a foundation of with character as as the main trait of what you do you're going to have success over a period of time i didn't think it would happen this quickly But when you bring Mark Trestman in and Jim Pop in, these guys are are men of character. And in Mark Trestman's locker room, he's gonna have character guys. They're gonna be good. And I just didn't know it'd be this fast. Argo fans, for that reason, have a lot to look forward to in the upcoming years, for that reason.
1: With, With Ricky Ray as the quarterback, I don't know (laughs) about all that James now
0: you you might be stretching it but (laughs) But even this year who saw that one coming right Ricky's been awesome it's been been been
1: a great story Uh, that's Davis Sanchez I'm James Cebulski again thank you so much we are incredibly humbled by all the support that you have given us here uh, to allow us to kind of wind down a second season of the Waggle here on cfl.ca or if you're a subscriber on iTunes and if you aren't yet you can subscribe it is free uh, and a fresh new episode goes to your device each and every week.
0: As well much love adding to what you're saying to all the folks that came up this week and said hello and oh, said they awesome. they love the they love the show and that's that's what it's all about. When you hear that and we talked about this at lunch today James we and James were having lunch today and we talked about that we said you know what it's more important for us you know when you hear people saying hey I love the show or I listening to the show now there's a certain expectation you know we want to put in the work we want to make sure we give you guys a good show because we know you're listening and that's uh that's love just to come and, and to give that love uh, i appreciate the heck out of it you know uh, you do too but
1: you know i you know jazz the fact that you said it so well when I, when I first got into town you had been here for a few days and it was just going out the door and you know a couple of buddies of ours were trying to pull us into a nightclub we walked in and it was and it was just a full-on nightclub in, in ottawa and you know, you kind of scanned the room and you just said, "This is not a Grey Cup party. This is just a nightclub. It's like, let's go feel the Grey Cup experience." And you know, we quickly turned around. We went across the street and the place was jammed. And there was a table packed with a Tie Cats fan, a Riders fan, a
0: Leo's fan, an Eskimos yep. fan, yep.
1: an Argos fan, a Leo's fan. And for it was just everybody mashing up together and to sit there and hang out and have a beverage with the guys. Uh, and just embrace everything that's right about the Canadian Football League. By the way, uh, just in closing... Randy Ambrosi, the CFL commissioner, there's a lot of issues we can get into in the, in the, when we get into the offseason here after the Grey Cup. But he did suggest the idea of maybe starting the season earlier and maybe having a Grey Cup played in, dare I say, October, uh, thinking that, you know what, it's it's a little cold and uncomfortable for people to be sitting for three and a half hours at a game like this, the marquee event at this time of the year. Do you like the idea as a player? I love the idea. Been, yeah, been, I, say, I, I do. been
0: saying it for other, I like it on the other end as well. I like to get it, get it started uh, a lot earlier, cuts off more of the downside college and you and NFL football as well get a jump on that more time for us to have the whole stage for the CFL I love that idea I hope it gets pushed through it I hope it gets pushed through quickly
1: yeah it also feels like you know, when you look at it from a st- an NHL it. standpoint, you got most of the Canadian teams that would be done by that point, by May if you were to start it Love a month it. earlier or at the beginning of June. Yeah, it makes a lot of sense on a lot of levels. He's Davis. I'm James. Enjoy the 105th edition of the Grey Cup. We'll be back at it immediately afterwards with a full recap of who hit it and who was ish with it, I guess you might say. See ya.